Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. I always say I'm excited about these because I love getting to know these guys a little bit. I'm excited about this one because I had, I have not had a chance to get to know this player. Uh, COVID last year, weren't really talking in the locker room, and it's been a revelation to talk to him a little bit in the locker room and find out he's one of the better locker room guys in there in terms of talking to the media. I think he might even enjoy it a little bit. I don't want to put words in his mouth. It's but it, 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 it's a Jaguars defensive end tackle lineman, Roy Robertson Harrison. I can't thank you enough for joining us today. I appreciate you having me, man. No and, doubt. And uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to you very much last year, but I think you don't mind uh, talking to the media a little bit and being a little bit of a spokesman. Is that from being a veteran? Is that your personality? Or tell me about that a little bit. It's being an older guy. Okay. Um, obviously, it's in our contract. We got to talk to the media, um, give you all what you all need. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have a job to do. We have a job to do. And uh, just making sure we're meeting right in the middle. Now, is that something as a rookie, second-year guy you would have been comfortable with? Or have you matured as a player on that front just in terms so, of being able to do that? Over Everything. time, yeah. uh, maturity. You know, you uh, you get more and more as you – you know, play well sure. um, over the, over time, and um, you see older guys. So I've had uh, the opportunity to play with a lot of good guys, Akeem and uh, mm-hmm. K Mac back in Chicago, and Danny. And um, you know, they kind of just show you how to talk to the media and what right. kind of responses you need to give uh, while you're speaking. Sure. Um, so that was kind of uh, where I learned how to really talk to talk to the media mm-hmm. and uh, just be a guy that uh, is available. Gotcha. Um, in talking to you a little bit in the locker room. I sense that you really like this culture that's going on around here. I think everybody does. Tell me about that, and tell me what it means to you to be a part of this going forward right now. Man, this is it's a fun team to be a part of. Um, the culture, the locker room is great. Everybody's uh, everybody's just coming together, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants to win. And um, I feel like everybody's doing what, what's uh, necessary um, to win. And uh, it's the little things. Um you know, being an older guy, um, I like to set the set the example. Right. Just go out there and play. I don't really like to talk much, mm-hmm. um, but man, a lot of a lot of guys are just happy to to be here and just happy to play ball. Um, you know, we're just working, working each week to to get a W, and uh, um, you know, that's all it is, man. And little things, right? Every single day. I'm going to ask you about Doug Peterson a little bit later on, but uh, tell me about this defense. It has the feeling of a group that uh, feels like it has a chance to be special. You know, it, uh, obviously shut out last week, but overall first two games, some ups and downs. But do you guys feel that way and tell me why? Man, uh, you know, we had a good offense coming, a good team coming this week, mm-hmm. and um, we were able to keep zero points on the board. Right. And uh, that's, we're just setting a standard. Um, we're expecting to play that play like that every single week. And um, – you know, we're pushing each other to to be more disciplined, to uh, make sure the communication's there, and mm-hmm. just you know, just holding each other accountable. You know, every single day. Um, you know, today's a Thursday practice. It all started yesterday. Right. You know, today and tomorrow, uh, just to prep. But um, I mean, I feel like everybody's preparing well. We're we're talking out there, um, and it's it's just fun right now. Mm-hmm. It's just it's fun to to be <laughs> playing Jags football right now, man. Right. So. Um, you know, right now we got the Chargers, and that's our focus right now. We're not right. looking, you know, later on down the line. We're looking at right now against L.A. Um, we did have a good game against Indy, but that's put to bed. Right. We're moving on. And uh, tell me about you a little bit. 
I have a feeling from uh, reading a little bit about you that your background has shaped you a little bit. You went to UTEP from Texas. Why UTEP, if you can take me back that far? Uh, and how did your journey start on that front? Oh, yeah. Um, I, w- I went to UTEP. I uh, played there for five years, redshirted, and then played uh, f- for a four. And, um, man, I want to go play for Andre Patterson, man. He's in um He's with the Giants now. Okay. Um, just wanted to play for a coach with really good experience and uh, knowledge, and um, he gave me that, um, showed me a lot of tools I could use, and um, it's obviously helped, got right. me to this level. I'm forever thankful for him and um, everything he's been able to to um, give me uh, knowledge-wise, uh, coaching-wise. But, um, yeah, man, played at UTEP, came in, come, uh, undrafted to right. Chicago, and um, – I'm blessed, man. I can't complain at all. Um, here in Jacksonville, I'm blessed. Been able to uh, be a part of this team, and, um, you know, there's nowhere else I'd rather be right now. And you mentioned the undrafted. It, it seems we're looking at your career, had to sort of fight for it a little bit. Had mm-hmm. to come through, had to earn your way in Chicago, and then earn time, snaps, position. Um, is that an accurate portrayal? And if so, how did that shape you in terms of where you eventually got to? Every single day you gotta work. Right. That's it. Um undrafted, you just you just gotta come in every day. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't think about yesterday or tomorrow. Right. You gotta be where you at. Be where your feet are. Gotcha. And um yeah, man, I uh shoot. What, what year <laughs> is this? Seven? Right. Undrafted. Yeah. You know, you don't really see it, but man, I, I, I like uh I like my I love my story and I mm-hmm. love that I could be an example for guys undrafted. Um, like I said, I'm blessed, man. Um, didn't know where I was going to be at when right. I first got to Chicago. Right. I didn't think I was going to make it this far, you know, when I first came in. But, um, you know, I, I keep God first and, uh, right. you know, just keep working. And it sounds like that day. still shapes your approach every day. Right? Absolutely. I, mean, I guess you still work today. Absolutely. Like you're an undrafted guy. Absolutely. What, 17 or 16. Yes, sir. I mean, that's that's what it is, man. Right. You You can't relax. Right. You can never be too comfortable. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I signed a contract last year, but, you know, it's a revolving door in this league, so <laughs> right. I got to make sure I'm, I'm coming to work. Right, you maybe understand that better every than single day. because of where you come from. Yes, sir, so. every, every single day. Now, it seems like that also shapes your play on the field. When I watch you, uh, high effort on every play, and a lot of guys say they're high-motor guys, but even a lot of your sacks come from keep going and going and going. Um is that something you have to think about, or is, or is that just who you are as a player? You just got to go out there and play ball, man. Okay. Um, you know, uh, yeah, like you said, a lot of my sacks came from mm-hmm. um, effort rushes, but it's uh, it's all about continuing to play. You know, right. you don't get a rush. You can't just stop in the middle of the play. You got to keep going. You don't know what the quarterback's going to do. You don't know if he still has the ball, if he threw it. Um, you know, they say run to the ball. Let's say he throws the ball and the receiver fumbles. Like if I'm running right. to the ball, you know, that's good things happen when you run to the ball. Right. So. Um, you know, there's a chance for a fumble recovery or uh, let's say the quarterback did roll out the pocket, I'm still going, you know, still have a chance. Mm-hmm. But you got to continue to play through the whistle. It still feels like from watching you that you still feel like you have – More? Yeah, I guess potential to reach is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I feel like I'm a student of the game. Okay. Um, and I'm learning a lot from Buck, Coach Buck, man. He, he's really good. Coach Mike, all those guys on defense, they're just teaching us the game. And um, – you know, every single day I feel like I'm coming in here learning something new. Um, 
and those guys are they're 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 good they're good coaches but they're great teachers mm-hmm. and uh especially Doug man he he's teaching us about the game we have little situations we look at and it uh it helps me a lot you know when I'm going out there playing that circles back my next question is about Doug I'm going to assume last year was frustrating and not have you get into that too much but tell me about the first time you met Doug and maybe you the first time you really realized this thing was going to go in a new direction starting in February. Just his energy, man. He's just a he's got good energy. Um you know, he's he's got a smile on his face, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's not it's like it's you can't think about all the bad, you right. know. You got to think about what, you know, the good stuff. So, yeah, we lost um week 1, but it's okay. You got we got some bad things we need to clean up, but let's also look at the fact that y'all mm-hmm. we we fought that whole game, you know. We're just talking about the positives. He's just a positive guy all the time, and um, you know, I, I think that I think that's good. You can't you can't always just be a Debbie Downer, right. you know, every single day, or right. you know, we know whenever I see you, you can't just be in that mug, just right. oh yeah, whatever, you know. Duh, he just he's just a real positive dude, and uh, he's a good guy to be around. The way he's able to reach you guys mm-hmm. uh, is it evident that he plays? Oh yeah, he and understands us. understands players. Yeah, right I mean, he, he's been in the locker room. I, I think fourteen years. Yeah, y'all know. Is it fourteen years, Doug? Well, yeah, we played thirteen, and now he's yeah, and then coach fourteen. Same so. thing. Same thing with Coach Mike. Like he's played for a long same time. Yeah. Coach Buck played for a long time. So they know they know how to communicate with us. They know how to talk to us because they right. were in our they was in our seats. They was right. in that locker room. So they know how it goes. Um, you know, so they they know they know how to get through to us. They know how the coaches know how to talk to us. Um, but I I feel like they're they're all doing a really good job. Tell me about Buck a little bit. Oh, Coach Buck. Why oh, is he that's so good. That's my guy, man. Okay. He he just he has knowledge, man. He has a lot of knowledge, seen a lot of ball. He's been to a couple Super Bowls mm-hmm. and um you know, you get a coach like that, you know, I feel like you should listen to him, listen to right. the things he has to say, uh, just from his experience. And it wasn't like he was there, he wasn't in the league for two years, went right. to a Super Bowl. He's you know, double digit seasons. Um so he has a lot of knowledge that he can give to us and uh especially young guys coming in. Um but yeah, man, I love Coach Buck, man. Really good coach, man. I, I mean, I, I, got, I could go on and on about Buck. He, I mean, you know, he's a he's a good dude, man. How does he reach you? I mean, it's one thing to have played. Not everybody who plays can go coach. Mm-hmm. But from talking to different guys, he really reaches you guys. Yeah, make it make sense. Okay, you know, he just he knows how to coach us. Make it make sense. Um, you know, we we got our defense in, and the way he coaches it is just. It makes sense how gotcha. he does it, you know. So I can't really get too much into it, but sure. you know, it just it, it keeps it very simple, you know. Tell me about this front seven with Josh, with Trayvon, with uh, the interior guys. It seems like it is playing overall where together. I, I guess where's the ceiling for you guys? How good do you guys feel like you can be as a group? I mean, we we we've set the standard last week, so mm-hmm. we've got to just continue to to go. We can't think about. Like I said, we can't think about Indy, um, but we we've we've shown and put it out there that we can be a great defense um, as long as we discipline, as long as we're um, playing together and communicating. I think we could be a really good defense. Um, you mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. coming here with a smile. Um, I don't overplay it, but are you surprised at how quickly Doug and this group and you guys have been able to establish that? Because no, there weren't a surprised. lot of smiles last year. I'm not surprised at all. Okay. We we having fun. Okay. You having fun, it makes everything a whole lot better, you know. Everything that we do is 
everybody's happy to go to practice. We're right. excited to go work. You know, because we know how great we can be. Obviously, it's early in the year, but mm-hmm. we know how great this, you know, this team can be. And, um, you know, nobody else, nobody else knows but us. You know, the riders or whoever else, they could talk and do whatever they want. Sure. They don't know because they ain't in here working with us. Right. You know? Gotcha. Yes, sir. Uh, the, the last thing we do on this, I call it the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. Five. It's five quick questions, just some fun. Uh what was your last binge watch? Ooh, we're talking shows here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, my last binge watch, because I do watch a lot of shows. Okay. I am short on Ozark. I have a few left on Ozark. You can't be short. On Ozark. I'm short on Ozark, but I'm a big Lord of the Rings. Tell you the end. I'm, don't do that. <laughs> I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy, so I'm okay. watching Lord of the Rings right now, and I'm also watching um, um, Dragons, uh, Game of Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. So those Lord are my of the shows. Rings takes you like four weeks to get through. I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, my last binge watch that I actually sat there and was catching up on episodes was probably Ozark. Okay, so you smiled when I asked you this. So I want to give me your top five of all time. What are your five Ooh, shows that you just love? I should have had. You should have told me something. I would have came prepared. Okay. Um, Sons of Anarchy. I can't put it on a list, but it's top five for me. That okay. was one of the first shows I ever sat and watched. Um, Ozark is in there. Mm. Game of Thrones is definitely up there. Yeah, what's the best character on Ozark? That was into Ruth. Okay, okay, I got Ruth. it. Ruth. All right. It's, she, uh, she, she take care of it. Man, she, she handled it. She's the best. Yeah, she, she is does. the yeah. best. Uh, what was the last song you listened to in your car on the way? Last song I listened to probably uh, probably uh, That Girl by Stevie Wonder. Okay. Uh, old school. I'm an old school guy, man. Okay. Mom's played a lot of Stevie Wonder when I was growing okay. up. On the way to school, she played Stevie. So, What's the best Stevie Wonder album? Shoot, all of them. All of them. Yeah. I can't lie to First you. First five or six are unbelievable. I can't yeah. lie to you, Stevie. That's my guy. Okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. You are old school. So <laughs> That's like my era. Uh, why do you wear your number? 95? Um, I wore 95. I chose 95 because that was the last 90 number available okay. when I was in Chicago, and I stuck with it. Um, okay. I wanted to wear 93. Uh, I was born in 93, so okay. I uh, wanted a 93, but couldn't get 93. 95 was only available 90 number. I had 74 in the preseason my okay. first year. So At that point, you're just happy to get a number in the 90s. I, was just wanted the, the I just wanted a 90 number. <laughs> I didn't want no 70 number. I just wanted to be like everybody else on the D-line, have a 90 number. So I got you. What was your best sport other than football? Oh, I mean, I played football. I just played football. Just football? Um, okay. Baseball, I tried out, but I couldn't really, I couldn't really, uh, okay, couldn't really play no baseball. But uh, I picked up golf this off season. Okay, yeah. So are you good yet? Uh, I could chip. You're not Christian Kirk good yet. I'm, no, I can. No, <laughs> I could chip though. You okay. give me about a, you give me about a hundred feet. I could, I could chip real I good. Like that. Yeah. Maybe you just do that all around the course then. All around so, the course. Okay. I'm sitting there chipping. Um, I, I'm actually pretty good putting too. So I got you. Yeah, short my, short, my short game's pretty good. Well, at some good. point, as big as you are, the long game's going to come. But see, the long game, I, man, I'm tell you, long game is tough. It's it's tough to swing them clubs. But okay. short game, I've learned to kind of. Are you too big to swing the clubs? Is that I mean? I don't know, man. To okay. be honest with, you, so I actually I recently got some uh, some clubs that fit because before I was okay, playing well, with that, shorter yeah. clubs. But I went and got me some clubs that fit. I went and got fitted up and got uh, extenders okay, so on them. Oh yeah, man. Okay. I'm any All chance right. I get, but I, I can't remember the last time I played since we've right. been. You know, preseason since and camp, yeah, so since camp sure. started. So, um, any chance I do get in the off season, I've been able to hit hit the range and only played maybe three times on the course. 
Well, yeah. you're in the right area for this. Yeah. There's golf all over the place. All over yeah. the place. It's a good deal. Final question. Who's your biggest influence uh, in terms of who's the person most responsible for you being in the NFL? Mm. I would say my parents. Okay. Um, what do they mean? My mom's, man, she uh, she she was single mom for 12 years. Okay. Raised me and my sister together, and uh, she worked her tail off. Mm-hmm. And then um, she got married, man. My pops, he showed me every day what it means to work. Get okay. up early. He's a bus driver. And, um, man, 4 or 5 in the morning, he's up. And that's where he showed me re- what it really meant to get up early and go get it. Gotcha. Um, and so, I mean, for me, I'm an early bird. I like to get up. I like to get my work in early and, uh, you know, knock it out. Um, but both of them, just the examples they set on yeah. what it means to just get up and go get it. Um, you know, nobody nobody cares what your situation is. Mm-hmm. You got to go out there and work for what you want. And, um, you know, that that was the example. And then next to them is my kids, okay. my family. Um, you know, I – they gotta eat some kind of way, so I gotta make sure I gotta make sure that I go out there and handle my business. One's your influence, the other's your motivation. Yes, sir. So, gotcha. Yes, sir. Well, Robinson Harris, I can't th- I can't thank you enough for taking the time and for opening up. I think fans are gonna enjoy this. I appreciate you being on the Ozone. Sir, podcast. appreciate you, man. Thank you.